Welcome to You Wear It Well. Hi, I'm your host, Jeff Heiserman, physical therapist and founder and CEO of Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services. We're at the intersection of fashion and technology, otherwise known as wearables. We look at the people, products, and research that make up this exciting world of wearables. Are you a fashion designer, electrical engineer, or someone with the dream of designing a wearable? Apply for membership to my LinkedIn group page, Biotech Fashion, and join in the discussion. Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services provides a broad array of design and engineering professionals for your wearable project. We feature the following design specialties, pattern making, digital textile, athletic wear, sensor, fashion, exoskeleton, robotics, and mechatronics. We also offer beta testing of your wearable in our private clinic. You choose the demographics and sample size, send us the sample, and we take care of the rest. For more information, go to www.spectrumergonomics.com for more information. I know in the medical world, we so often just put braces on people. We sometimes wonder, well, why aren't you wearing it? Like have five hours a day, like we want you to. And a lot of times they'll just be flat out and they'll tell you, like, it's just, it's ugly. I, I don't want to wear it. I don't want to wear it under my pants because I have to wear baggy pants. I just don't want to walk around looking like that. And so we kind of step back and go, well, what are we supposed to do? Because the brace market is the brace market. We don't have anything ultra slim. I'll give you an example. If you ever watch the skiing, downhill skiing, whether it's the Olympics, it's the European Cup, whatever, when they have those knee braces on, you can make them all stylish looking, those braces. You can have the colors that match their outfits and their helmet color. But at the end of the day, you can see there's a brace on them. And a lot of people outside of that world, okay, the high elite athletes don't mind wearing those braces because they know it keeps them in competition. But most people don't want to be known that they're wearing a brace because people point it out. Friends notice it. I've had patients that have worn a knee brace in the restaurant and a stranger will walk up to them and go, hey, that's a really interesting brace. What's wrong with your knee? You know, that's the last thing that people want to discuss is, well, I've got this knee problem. So from our perspective in the medical world, we see this first layer idea is very interesting. And we would hope that if there's anybody out there listening that works for one of the brace companies, think about putting it first layer that, and smaller that can go next to the skin because we would probably get better compliance in our patients if it was a brace that they could actually wear next to the skin, but yet you can wear your clothing over it and it's almost imperceptible. So that would really be, I like that idea. And I think that would be really good if we could move forward with that. So any of you designers out there that want to take a look at knee braces, especially, and putting those into a garment that then you can wear your regular clothes over and people wouldn't know. I think that that's really good. 
be a very nice project for a company to move forward on. So uh, your points are well taken. Can we get this first layer design and then you can wear your clothes over it so you don't have to be asking public, why are you wearing that? Or what's wrong with you that that you have that? Because people are like that. They're curious. It's not that they're rude. A lot of times they're just curious. They've not seen that before. So I like that whole idea of that. Well, similar to my regular podcasts, where I ask my very special guests, where do they see the particular sector in the market in five years? I want to ask you, as a designer, and you've you've been in this market now for a while, where do you see yourself going in the adaptive fashion market in the next five years? Personally, where do you see yourself at? I hold Getting on deeper to- into it or you want to <laughs> run away from it? I, would, I hope I would keep in the market. <laughs> so <laughs> I, would, I would keep working. But as I see, I, I want to be more deeply working in the project. Like I, I said, the designers, I, I would say from myself and for the others, we need to go through the whole problem deeply and truly face the problem we cannot say the person who is a wheelchair is easy to live with is not live easy the streets are not made for them the whole the restaurants they are not made for them so as you said for a young person wearing a brace can be challenged because some of them they had some injuries they remember some difficulty they have passed through. I don't know if it's a car accident or whatever, or a person who was able to run, uh, I don't know, 10K and now barely can run 3K. So if it, so like my personal goal is to go deeply to the project and uh, feel more as the user feels wearing the garment. And I see the market getting bigger on this and we have much more people interested in and much more researching being done on, on this field and even from the fabric perspective and from the designers but as a personal goal i would say go more deep on the in the project and the startups or the companies understand that the designers need this time also to understand if you build a brace, you need to wear this brace and walk for three hours or stay with them as much as you can and try to live the routine of the, the user. So my personal goal would be to go deep on the project and also from the companies, if they understand that we need more time to research because we are not in the fast fashion that we need to produce or to in- reinvent some new garments each three to three, four months. We are in the type of projects that gets years to go to the market. So we need to be more patient on it. And also the technology needs to follow the design also. And not just the design follows the technology. And in sense of technology can get many years and, uh, and you have many options to work with like different type of batteries, wires, or connectors, and also from the fabric perspective and the design. But I would say this to resume, like from the company's perspective is they would have more time to research and from the designers would say go deep 
on that design you were doing, like on the projects you were doing, because it is very important for the final users. If you're not ready for it, don't go for this field. So as I did, because it took me a lot to go for to this field. I come from the fashion field that I was working for 15 years. And uh, from one day to another, I just changed the field. So now I can understand how important it is to... Because nowadays it's quite uh, nice to be, oh, I'm... I'm a adaptive fashion designer or whatever they call it. So it can be fancy, but don't think just about this side of your work. Think as you're building something that goes to the market and going to stay for years and going to make change on the lives of the users. So it's like that. <laughs> that that's a good point. The, the fast fashion idea is, Make something that looks fantastic, and then three months later, we're going to replace it with something else because we want to keep people buying that versus the adaptive fashion is let's put something out there that can be used for years because of the whole market. It's a whole different market scheme. You're right. Very, very different. Did you find it difficult to get into that mentality with the whole adaptive fashion wear that wasn't fast fashion? Did you find it kind of odd that I'm going to be working on something that might take three years to come out on the market or more. Was that hard for you to, when you first got into adaptive fashion wear? To be honest, no, because when I decided to go for it, I had uh, have before a burnout on the fast fashion market. So I was almost one year out of the market that I couldn't think about fabrics or designs or anything. And I was going to decide that I was more getting to how can I help people through my career, through my profession. So I knew I was good what and what I was doing. So I wanted to help more. I wanted to work anymore on those fast fashion that the clothes are you 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 wear like two, three months and you throw away wherever they go. So, so I'm not a this green person, but I wanted more to help people. So for me, it was quite easy, the process in my mind, because I was always with this first goal of helping people. So that was quite easy. Some of the engineer from one of the company, he said, Fernanda, you got a solution for a thing that was like other designers was thinking like for five years on the same piece of garment and you you got it so how you did it I said look because I try to feel as much as I can how the users feel so some of the times I got a bit of sentimental on it but for me was the most important thing like and and how I could be someone else that could be a better person in the world and contribute for the world as I said I started to think, okay, what I'm doing this world? It's, it was a lot in my mind, you know? And I said, okay, from my career, how can I help? So then I found this field in, in UK and I went like deeply and I got some uh, work to do. And I said, well, okay, is that what I want to do? Because it's what I know to do. So I know how to work with fabrics. I know how to sew or to build a garment and make a pattern or whatever. So how can I help 
people through that. So was wasn't easy, I would say, because once you face the project, you say, oh my gosh, I was so, it was so easy before that like each three months, uh, some of the, the collection was being launching and now it's been, I don't know, two years and it's still not there. <laughs> so, but it's just that you have to, to work your mind and see how this going to be in the future. So trying to not be anxious, but seeing how this can be positive in the future. Very good insights. I can see young designers listening and going, okay, because it just always fascinated me when I started to look into wearables and how little the fashion and technology worlds were coming together. And that was several years ago. It's not like that anymore. It's uh, designers like you are just diving into this, like you said, and looking at your subjects, okay, instead of a mannequin with fabric on it, you're actually going to where people are in their homes, like you said, into doing some home care to see what does it take for them to get their clothes on? How much help do they need? So can we adapt our clothing so that they can do more for themselves? And I think that's a really big thing to see fashion starting to to move into the into the normal everyday world. Whereas most of us, when we think of fashion, we think of Paris, Milan, you know, worlds that are nothing like we could ever understand. And quite frankly, when you look at some of the clothes on the runway, you think, who's going to even wear that? But, you know, again, that's, I know the designers put out, they, they, they put out something new, something different. You know, maybe most people can't see themselves wearing it. But nevertheless, it's very interesting or it's so expensive. Who can afford to wear it? You know, most of us would not be able to do that. So I think, Fashion designers like you, I give a lot of kudos to because you've stepped out of that, I'm going to call it very stratified world of fashion design, and you've moved into the everyday world now where most of us live. And I like the whole idea of you want to help people. So I think just taking a step out of that stratified world into the real everyday world that most of us live in is really commendable because we need a lot of help. Uh, there's a world out there that is basically isolated because they, they can't get themselves dressed. They don't walk very well. They have other deficits that keep them from being a part of the community again. So I think it's wonderful that you are taking your expertise off of the runway into Main Street. And that way, these individuals can get out there on their own runway. They can go out and walk in their own community. They can go to the opera. They can go to a movie. They can go visit family. And I think those are what maybe they can go out and take a vacation now and they've not been able to do that before. So I think that's really wonderful. You're making it very functional for people to get back to living their lives again, which I think is, is huge. Because so, it is a reality. Yeah. <laughs> it's how it, you it live the day by day, you know, you cannot, you cannot make up every time. Right. And so I think it, it is important to, uh, un for designers to understand that because it's, it's the day-to-day -day life. It's getting out of bed. That's a struggle. Getting my clothes on is a struggle. Getting my breakfast, you know, are my clothes fitting me comfortably and are they assisting me at being able to get my breakfast ready or maybe to go out for a walk? So I think that that's really important and I'm, I'm, it's wonderful to see that's happening more and more. Well, Fernanda, I want to thank you again for coming on to the show and this time uh, sharing a little bit about your motivational levels and as to why you did what you did. And I, I'm continuing to do, by the way. So, again, I want to commend you for the work that you're doing because it is it's very important. Uh, one of these days I might be able to put a garment on a patient and they'll actually use it because it looks, it looks nice and it's functional. And I'll have to thank all the designers like you because I don't have to hear anymore 
I don't want to wear it because it's ugly. It's too big. It's too bulky. Um, and that, for me, that would be wonderful because I know when we fit people with braces, we're doing it for their own well-being. We want them to function better. But again, if it's something that's big and they don't like the looks of it, they're not going to wear it. So I think it's great fashion designers are moving into this world to help the patients, but also you're helping the medical professionals too, because we get frustrated when they don't want to wear whatever supports we're giving them, whether it's for their knee, their ankle, their wrist, whatever it is. We want them to wear it because we want them to function better and get out in society. So you are becoming a bigger and bigger help to this world every day. So again, keep up the good work and uh, any new projects that come down the pike, please send me an email. We'll have you back on the show, but I do want to thank you for starting this whole series that we're going to be doing here on you wear it well on adaptive design, because I really want to get this out there to the world to know that this is a huge part of what wearables are. It's not just the technology, but you got to have the fashion. It's got to be comfortable and it has to be functional. And it has to, let's face it, it does have to look good. You don't want to look like you said, a robot. Maybe if you're a five-year-old, it's not a big deal, but the rest of us don't want to look like a superhero. And Considering that, that even in fashion, we have clothes that nobody else wants to wear. So why not <laughs> to work in, <laughs> in favor of who really needs and uh, make it easy to wear and easy on their life routine? Yes. Okay. Very good. Well, Fernanda, I want to thank you again for being on the show and wish you a very nice rest of your day and uh, much success on your current projects. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here again. So I'll see you soon. Okay. Are you a startup? Wearable company? Don't know where quite to go from here. Well, you have the questions, and Spectrum Ergonomics has the answers. Go to our company website at www.spectrumergonomics.com and click on the link Wearables. There you'll find a wide variety of services and other contractors that we work with to help make your product become a reality. We're here to help you through the process of iteration to packaging and beyond. Hey, if you're a startup wearable company and you'd like to be able to get your information on this podcast, please contact me at my company website, www.spectrumergonomics.com. I'd love to be able to feature a little bit about what you're doing to let the world know about your wearable. Well, thanks for joining me at the intersection of fashion and technology, and may you wear it well.